Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. But unfortunately, <laughs> this first. We're finding love, Jace. What are you talking about? I think I would rather be uh, possessed by a demon than do this. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like we might have a better chance of finding some bed bugs that oh, came yeah. back from Paris Fashion Week. Oh, that's right. Oh, poor, poor Paris, man. Oh, oh bed bugs oh. everywhere. So dis- blah, 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 blah. Anyway, who do we have? On that note, uh, we are joined by Steph this morning. Hi, Steph. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, girl. Hey. <laughs> Steph, you don't have any bed bugs, oh. do you? Oh, gosh, no. I don't have okay. any bed bugs. Okay. We're just talking <laughs> no. about fair, uh, the entire city of Paris, and everyone has bed bugs. Anyway, oh, um, Steph, th- thank you for doing this, Steph. We appreciate it. Uh, go ahead and uh, yeah. tell us Go ahead and tell us about your date. Uh, dude's name is Joey, right? Yes, Joey. Yeah, I, I love second chance romance, but I, I can't believe that I'm here. Yeah. Um, I- yeah, I never thought I'd be calling for help, uh, but here we are. Uh, here we are. <laughs> <Yay>! yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, um, Joe and I met online. We met at a local park for coffee and a walk, and oh. we both love you know, being outdoors. And so I thought it would be fun, and it was. We had a really nice time. Okay. Okay, so. Yeah. Well, you know how this works. <laughs> yeah. Anything weird happen? <laughs> yeah, it sounds um, like you had a status quo date stuff, but we gotta, you know, we gotta scratch the surface a little bit. Yeah, that's the thing. I can't really think of anything. That's why I'm calling because it was pretty normal, like low key first date, but it was still nice. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um. Did it but, end? <laughs> yeah. Did it? Did anything? I mean, you know how this works, so mm-hmm. you know what we're you you know what we're going to ask, and that is, did anything weird happen? Did he act a fool? Did you leave early? Did he leave anything? Trust me, I went through everything. We hugged yeah. and we went on with our days. It's been two weeks since our date. Okay. So, and a week ago, I texted him to see if he wanted to hang out again, but he never responded. So I, I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I don't have the best feeling about this, but I, I just want to know what happened. Mm. Looking for some closure then. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like, yes or no? Yeah. yeah. Just tell me. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what we do here. Well, we we try. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, here's huh. what we're going to do, Steph. We're going to put you on hold. You're going to okay. hear everything. And then we're mm-hmm. going to get dude on dude just thinks that we are uh, doing like a generic dating segment. And that's why he agreed to this. He doesn't know that it's about him, much less you. So hold on a minute. Okay, Steph. Okay. Thanks. Okay. All right. Ooh. Uh, uh, I don't know. Something happened. Was she like, was she like, cro- <laughs> was she like crop dusting the whole time? I mean, I get it. You're outdoors. You're relaxed. I mean, yeah, you're over your body. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Could sneak out. Yeah. Girl, please. Okay, let's go to Joey. <laughs> He's downwind, you know. 
Hi, Joey. Hey, what's going on? Hey. Not much. How you doing, buddy? I'm all right. How you guys doing? You know what? Doing well. Hey, yeah. Joey, thank you for doing this. Uh, you're live right now. Uh, this is where Jason and Alexis in the morning, and we do a segment now called Second Chance Romance. So um, this is a dating segment we do. And uh, so we appreciate, I know it's probably not common for you on a Thursday morning to be on a radio show. So thank you. Um, yeah. Um, let me say, though, uh, we, uh, we, we, we left off one little detail, and please don't be mad. It's all Holly's fault. But, um, and that is, uh, we actually got an email about you. Um, somebody that you went oh. out with. Now, this isn't Joey. This oh. isn't. No, 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 no. This isn't bad. This isn't bad. This okay. isn't bad. Stay with uh, us, Joey. Stay, stay with, with us. us. Don't Please. don't leave us. Don't leave us, Joey. <laughs> we have four minutes. We, uh, Joey. It was a good email. It wasn't anybody that you did wrong. Right. It was somebody. Okay. Yeah. It was actually. Yeah. We don't. We're not that mean. That's uh, another show. Um. Anyway. Uh. I'll tell you later. Um. <laughs> do you remember going out with Steph? Oh man. Oh man, um, you're not gonna hang up, yeah. are you? Okay. No, 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 no. I mean, look, uh, no, I definitely, uh, definitely do remember that. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's our understanding, my friend, that nothing happened like after the first date, and she really was very nice about you. She complimented you. Um, can I ask? Can we ask? Get a little nosy. Was there a reason why there was nothing after the first date? Uh, I mean, honestly. Yeah, I mean, yes, I, you know, I, it's got to be a friend zone situation with her. Um, and I, oh. I totally know that she wants more, you know, but I, I, I honestly just cannot do it. It's just oh. a good old, just a good old fashioned friend zone thing. Nothing weird. Like well, she, can we ask why? Yeah. Um, all right. Honestly. So because you're asking, uh, like she looks like Dan Aykroyd. I just, <laughs> I don't <laughs> She looks like Dan Aykroyd. I can't unsee it. I don't know what to say. Like when you look at her, <laughs> you mean like, like the Ghostbusters? Blues? You mean like Blues Brothers? Yeah, yeah. I'm talking like yeah, the, Ghostbusters. Like Dan Aykroyd. Like I I saw her and I was like, that's Dan Aykroyd, and I just don't know what to do about that. Wait, what? So you guys met online? Were there? Is there any indication of this in like her pictures or? Yeah, well, I was wondering about that because. I, I'm, I don't know. I'm assuming her photos on Match must have, like, it must have been maybe from a different angle, or maybe they were old. You know what I mean? Like, something wasn't, didn't line up. Because the second she showed up, the first second I saw her, all I could see was Dan Aykroyd. You know? And if, I didn't see that in the photos online. So, um, so it was just, it, it was, was just, just okay. It, it was giving you Blues Brothers. It was giving you, yes. like, Dad for my girl. Yeah. Oh, oh no. Yeah. His glasses. He can't see without his glasses. No, Thomas yeah. Jane, don't bring him into it. Um, <laughs> Joey. Joey. Here's here's the truth. Joey, you're you have been oh. very honest. You have been very honest. Thank and you, you, you oh. seem you seem cool, so we have to be honest with you. This is what the awful Holly didn't tell you about. Um, she just completely lied to you. Anyway. Surprise. Um, <laughs> surprise. Um, Steph is actually on the <laughs> Steph is on the other line. Oh, um, no. well, yeah. 
No, I know it's all Holly. Yes. It's 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 Holly's way. Um, this is how I eat, Joey. This is how I put food on is, the table. Okay. This is how <laughs> Holly. This is how Holly pays for her habits. That's right. And I mean, like food habits, not drug habits. But anyway, uh, let's go to Steph. On the, this is out of control. Steph, say hi to Joey. Yeah. Hi. What the heck? Really, Joey? Dan Aykroyd? I've never heard that in my life. Like, Conehead, Ghostbusters? Like, what, what's happening? What are you talking about? I, I don't know. I don't know. It's not like, I'm not saying, you don't look like a Conehead. I'm not talking about the characters or anything. You just look like him. I'm really sorry, okay? I'm super sorry, but, like, that's all I kept thinking about on our date. You just, like, look like Dan Aykroyd. I don't know what to say. What? Okay, are you mad that I'm taller than you? Like, something else? Oh, what? No, 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 no. I mean, look, uh, honestly, like, separately, that didn't help. But, like, because I've always been taller than my girlfriends. But I don't know. I, I'm really sorry. I just, I didn't think you were going to hear that. So I was honest. Like, I just didn't, I don't know. I don't feel romance with you. I'm really sorry. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Well, the thing is, here's the thing. Like, any chance of a relationship with you is gone. Like, have a nice life, Joey, because yeah, Jason, Alexis, Holly, thank you yeah, for having thank you. me. Yeah, you're, I know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I know. At least I know, which is good, but yeah. I have to go. Oh. Like, oh, this oh, isn't... I get it. Okay. I get it, Steph. Oh, Bye, Steph. sweetie. Uh, oh. All right. Joey? Well. Yeah. That, yeah, that did not go well. No, that did that, not go no, well. Um, no. And uh, I guess we're just not going to ask for a, se- oh, a second. Okay. We're not asking for a second date because uh, yeah. we did, no. just heard that click. But yeah, Joey. Dan Aykroyd was an attractive man. That's something. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. But man, I don't think Joey's gay. I'm, Joey, I mean... Don't mean no, I'm not even going to. Just okay. soft hair. Have a great <laughs> yeah. fall and winter, and uh, thank yep. you, buddy. Yep. Yeah. Take care, guys. Thanks, Joey. Bye, Joey. Okay, bye. Bye. Blues Brothers triumphant return. <laughs> yeah. Blues Brothers triumphant return. Can you bring like a bassomatic to the date? <laughs> if you I get mean, that reference, he, a thousand he, points. Thank you. I, that's what I'm saying. Like Dan. <laughs> Wild and crazy guys. Ah! <laughs> oh, oh, I, ooh, I, man, we better not get the therapy bill for that from I, Steph. Oh, hold on a minute. Okay, thank you. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I know where you're. She's gonna roll us into voicemail again. It doesn't matter. We've tried this morning. I, 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 thank it's you. A, a vo- no, we all we need is a voicemail. <laughs> hold on a minute. Just hold on a minute. <laughs> After this one, I think uh-huh. I think it's over. <laughs> Hi, uh, B. Yeah. Um, this is Jason, Alexis, and Holly. How are you? Hey, girl. Hey. Oh, I'm super. How are you guys? Um, we just got done with Second Chance Romance, and I think we quit. <laughs> you know what? I heard it, and I accept your resignation. Yeah, she gets it. Yeah, she just gets. <laughs> Hey, do we ask for a golden parachute? I think I quit too. Do you quit too? Oh, okay. Should we? 
resign. Should I call? Do you want to call Dan or do you want us to call oh, Dan? No, I think you should call Dan. Okay, I'll call Dan. <laughs> yeah. I'll let him know. We, okay, bye, B. Bye. Bye. Okay, let me call Dan now. Um, hold on a minute. Um, uh, what happens? Yeah, yeah when yeah, you again, get so clenched that your uh, butthole just completely closes. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to call yeah, Dan. I know here. that now, it's open enrollment pretty soon, but I don't know yeah. if I can pick policy that's <laughs> no, going to be able to I, handle this. In we the never. We've never live called the, the president, the vice president of. Uh, well, we're going to do it right now. Yeah. We're just going to leave a message uh, if he. He's very bit. Bu- he's busier than B. Arthur is, so he might not answer. Oh, I've been forwarding. For- <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, here we go. Hi, Dan. This is Jason, Alexis, and Holly, and we just got done with a second chance romance <gasps> that is pr- it pretty much ends everything. So, uh, we this is your two week notice. We'll train in the new people times three. Uh, yep. Times three. Oh yeah, three week yep. notice. Yeah. We'll oh, and B. Three. Arthur just quit too. Oh, so. and B. Arthur quit too. I don't know what her notice is going to be like. So if you just. Yeah. Uh, so, so you just want to slip Donna and Steve into the position. Yeah. We're ready to go. Or, so. or buy four of those drinking oh. birds that tip into the glass oh. of water. Yeah. So, yeah. Please. <laughs> Peace out. There we go. We'll be right back. Oh. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Let's get caught up with the headlines in entertainment, Hollywood, and pop culture with the Dirt Alert with Holly Roberts. Hello, Holly. Oh, hello. I'm going to give you a little strike update starting this Dirt Alert this morning. SAG-AFTRA and the producers are set to continue discussions tomorrow and Monday, so we don't have a settlement on the actor's strike yet, but they are meeting and actively negotiating so that hopefully the actor strike can end just like the writer strike did last week. So Oof. people are talking. Yeah. Hey, that's more than what we could have said uh, last week. Absolutely. Yes. I I thought for sure we would we would already have a thank God I didn't put any money down on it, but I thought for sure we would did have you a put deal. Five dollars? Maybe I did, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> You know, Variety reporting that the mood in Hollywood about these negotiations is equally panicked and exasperated because folks are waiting for this to get settled because I can imagine a lot of Hollywood studios, you know, it's it is award season. We have big holiday movies coming up and they're sitting and waiting to see if some of the actors can promote these projects because, hey, if we have learned anything in these past couple of months, it is All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com critical for actors to get out there and sell their movies otherwise we don't know they exist yeah yes yep and so come on yeah come let's, on let's 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 wrap this up that's get right back to work that's right so mm-hmm. we shall see moving on into next week josh dumel doing a new interview revealing why he and fergie split you know, they, oh. they, yeah, they were to, they were married for eight years and then they got divorced in 2017. 
Josh Dumel, you know, he said there wasn't anything wrong with our relationship. We had a great time. I think we just kind of outgrew each other and had very different interests. Josh also opening up, he said, I don't think I ever really got comfortable with all of it, meaning the intense scrutiny of fame. He's like, I'm just not a guy who's comfortable going to red carpets and doing all the Hollywood stuff. Well, you know, and remember when they were when they were together, she was huge. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? She was a giant. Not that she's not now, but she was a giant pop star. I mean, I think it was the same time that she did the title, tr- the, the track, uh, main track for the Sex and the City movie. And she was just everywhere. So I get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, she was Fergalicious. Fergie Fergalicious. Ferg. Yeah. All of those things. And living the glamorous life. She even yeah. had a song about it. But mm-hmm. uh, by all means, Josh Dumel, hey, if you're at your place up here in Minnesota, Oh, I wonder if he's going to be at the Minnesota Vikings game this Sunday because he is a major Minnesota Vikings fan. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, he would be hanging out with Taylor Swift if anybody was. Hey, Josh, let us know. Okay. Hey. Uh, Joey Fatone opening up about his blindsidedness when Justin Timberlake left in sync for a solo career. You know, the guys back together. They've got a new song for the upcoming Trolls movie. Uh, you know, he said he wasn't blindsided by the band's breakup so much as he was taken by surprise that Justin Timberlake went on his solo career so soon. Mm. Yeah, mm. you know, he was under the impression that, hey, Justin Timberlake, you know, you're going to do your solo stuff, but you're coming back, right? Oh. Right? Girl, right? we even knew that. Joey, Joey. Yeah, Joey. Don't mean to be oh. condescending, but Joey, Joe. Oh, no, 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 no. We yeah. all knew it. He ain't, he wasn't coming back. We knew it from the moment Justified hit Record Town. And that was in 2002. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. No, 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 what do you think the motivation is to come back together now? Um, Let me think here. Um, <laughs> can you, can uh, you find it? Huh? What do you, what do you okay, guys think? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I could be completely uh-huh. wrong, but I just... Uh, maybe uh, some backlash from whole Janet Jackson Super Bowl situation. Oh, sorry about that one. Oh, my gosh. We're going to get InSync... What are you doing over there in your studio? <laughs> InSync branded Metamucil? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> bye, bye, bye. I mean... <laughs> Bye, this I oh. promise you. Yeah. <laughs> You're tearing up my what? Oh. My okay. Look at the time. Oh crap. All right, oh. I don't mean that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is. You know what? The InSync reunion, a combination of cashing in. Uh-huh. The Justin Timberlake has gone through mm, various iterations of his solo career, and I would say that. He's probably not seen in as high esteem as he once was for the points that you pointed out, Alexis. And we just reached that point in the nostalgia cycle. It's been 20 years since NSYNC has done anything. And uh, it's time, baby, for them to cash in. Yeah. Yeah. 20 years. That's a good good run. Mm -hmm. Everyone else. All the boy bands are having a moment. Sure. All of them. Huge moments. They're doing concert tours and cruises and combos or teaming up with other. Because think about it. All the people that. Love them back in the day. They're now, they have disposable income. They're in their 30s and 40s. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, they have the money the money uh-huh. to buy in sync's bye, bye, bye for regularity. Yep. That's right. <laughs> That's right.
<laughs> well, that's going to do it for the Dirt Alert. For more of these stories, go to MyTalk1071.com. My big fat movie review for The Exorcist. Is it scary for the right reasons? I'll tell you when we return. Hey, it's Holly for my friends at Nutritional Weight and Wellness. And listen up, if you are one of the thousands of people who have completed Nutritional Weight and Wellness's 12-week Nutrition for Weight Loss program, then this is for you. Now, first, congrats. You finished uh, You finished the course. You focused on nourishing and healing your body with real food. But maybe after finishing that 12-week course, you want more knowledge? Maybe you want a sense of community while you continue on your journey to great health? Well, then Nutrition for Weight Loss ongoing support and education sessions are for you. They're available in eight-week increments, whether that be eight weeks, six months, one year, somewhere in between. You get to decide. The folks at Nutritional Weight and Wellness are ready to answer all of your questions, and the group support will help you keep on track with your progress. Convenient in-person or Zoom discussion groups are available. Again, it's what works for you. Go to weightandwellness.com to register now. That's weightandwellness.com for the Nutrition for Weight Loss ongoing support and education. Education sessions. Oh. Oh. Do we need an exorcist up in here? We Exorcism. may. We may. It's time Ooh. for a big fat movie review. How was the movie? How was the movie? How was the movie? How was the movie? My big fat movie review. Uh, it is time for me uh, to review the new exorcist movie. Uh, this is Exorcist Believer. Uh, this is going to be allegedly the first part of a trilogy, a new trilogy from Universal. Uh, the rights to the Exorcist, this was a big gamble for Universal. They spent $400 million. Wow. Blumhouse, who does all the new horror movies, very successful. They just redid Halloween. Uh, Universal spent $400 million on the rights. There's a lot at stake for this movie, even more than the Halloween reboot. Wow. Well. And? They're going to lose money. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm not laughing at that just this day so far. Okay. What? Why? Um... I think I would rather. Oh, no. I think I would rather be possessed by a demon, go through an exorcism, what? go to therapy, oh, no. oh. have that demon come back in a sequel, go through another exorcism, <laughs> then. See this movie again. Oh, no. Ouch, look, that no, bad. Not, huh? not, not, okay, yeah, it's bad. It's not, it's, look, I, I, I don't want to be possessed by a demon. <laughs> I don't want to put that in the universe, but no, it's not good. Here's what it's not good. And this, I take no joy. Absolutely. This does not make me happy. I love horror movies and I especially love The Exorcist. I still think it's one of the scariest movies ever made. And I had high hopes for this, yeah. but this is this is quintessential. This is quintessentially where the trail, the the old the uh, 
you hear people go, oh, the best parts are in the trailer. Um, Every scary part is in the trailer. Oh, no. The trailer is a hundred times scarier than the movie. Now, I said yesterday, and I just, I was trying to throw you off just to, well, that's why it's a tease. Here's the truth. Colin did jump. Colin did jump once. Okay. But the beginning of it is where he jumped. And that that is where I'm going to begin as far as the problems with this movie. And they are plentiful. I will start with the most egregious. And the more I thought it, when I walked out of the theater, I thought, okay. I didn't hate it with a capital H. But the more I think about it, the more I'm just disappointed. You know when your parents tell you they're not mad at you, they're disappointed? Oh, that's the worst. I think I'm just disappointed, highly disappointed, because they missed so many opportunities. And the first one is the most egregious. And that is the, and this actually angers me, the complete waste of Ellen Burstyn. Oh. This is a sin that is unforgivable. We're going to keep using religious analogies here. It is an unforgivable sin. Ellen Burstyn, there have been prequels. There has been two sequels for The Exorcist. And Ellen Burstyn, who played Reagan's mom in the original, she has never agreed to come back for any of them until this crapper. And what they did to her character the complete rush job on her de- her character's development, her character's appearance, how they use her is a joke. Oh. Now that spins into my next complaint. Well, you just don't uh, see her enough or is it you want to see more of her? It's just a waste of it- her. What they do to her, her character yeah. is awful. Okay. Because in the original one she plays the mom and it's her child that is possessed. Yeah, because really, yeah. The Exorcist. It's you know the the movie isn't a horror movie. No. If you talk to the direct, if you t- you know anyone, uh, Blatty or uh, uh, really William Friedkin, anybody involved in that movie will tell you they never liked it being considered a horror movie. It's really about a, it's really a, a, about questioning religion, mm-hmm. a loss of faith, and it's really about a mother. Losing her daughter. Now, look, uh, losing her daughter to the devil, but uh, but a mother, but mother's quest to save her daughter. That's fundamentally what The Exorcist is about. Yeah. Those thematically, those two things. This movie had the chance to be that, yeah. and they completely wasted it. The middle chunk is so rushed. That is the second big sin. Mm. The middle of this movie is so rushed. There is no development. You don't, they don't give you enough time now in the, cause in this movie, there's two girls that are possessed. Oh, but you don't get time to care about either of them. So by the time when they are quickly possessed and quickly show signs of the possession, you don't, you don't care. You don't know these girls. Yeah. And that's the other thing too. You know, one of the horrifying things in the original exorcist was, the slow build, the, yes. the dread, the slow build of Reagan starting to act a little janky. That's why it was so scary. <laughs> because it wasn't just, okay, uh, Reagan one day woke up and her lips were cracked. She had a giant forehead and she was spitting a, a clam chowder. 
it was a slow build of everyone going, girl, Reagan ain't right. <laughs> and then it was the mom searching for answers. Yes. And her not being heard about what was happening to her daughter. Um, There's basically two scenes. And then, boom, these girls are these girls go from not possessed to acting weird to full possessed, <laughs> having things scraped into their belly and cracked lips. And then, so that's sin number two. I don't care about you. You can die. It's fine. The power of Carmex compels you. Yeah. Oh, I'm using that later. Thank you. Um, and then the third biggest sin of all. Are you ready for this? Let me ask you a question. Yeah. If you have a movie called The Exorcist. Yeah. What? kind of character do you think you should have we in a, a movie, movie called The Exorcist? We need an exorcist. <laughs> okay. Is, Go well, ahead and ask is, me. Is, was, there, was there an exorcist or an exorcism at all? There was an exorcism. But no exorcist. There was a priest who literally shows up for about three minutes and pieces out. He's like, I ain't doing this. Peace. And he's out. And I'm not kidding. Wait, so who does it? Well, I'm not going to give everything away, but yeah. And that was, no, but, but that wasn't compelling that someone else did it? It's called The Exorcist. <laughs> well, no, I know. But it, does that always have to equal priest? Has to equal somebody. Right. But, but Okay. So there is somebody that helps. Yeah. But it's unlike. But I just, the irony of a movie <laughs> called The Exorcist with no exorcist oh. is un. Uh, that's wow. The, the those are the three biggest sins of the exorcist. Okay. The complete disrespect and waste. You got Ellen Burstyn to yeah. agree to this and you do that with her, you should be ashamed of yourself. This looks like it was so choppily edited in 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 post production that something happened because this is such a rush job in the middle. And then the parents of the second girl, like Leslie Odom Jr. is in this. He's the only good thing. He plays the dad of the main girl. The other two parents, you barely know them. They're just caricatures of God-fearing white people. And I'm not being crass. That's literally, they're caricatures. Yeah. You don't even know them. And I think it's, it's Jennifer Nittles who plays the mom. You wasted her, too. I think oh, it's yeah. Jennifer. Oh, wow. But anyway. Oh, my God. How's the makeup? <laughs> God, I love you. We'll be right back. Uh, tomorrow, weekly trivia face-off, powered by Trivia Mafia. Holly, tell us about tomorrow. What are Alex and I facing tomorrow? Ooh, Jason Alexis. Tomorrow's theme, it's Disney Pixar trivia. Mm. Oh, okay. and your opponents are the Twin Cities Film Fest BR Geek duo of Jayton and Miss Shannon. Oh. Now, Jayton's going to be joining us at 8 o'clock to be talking about the Twin Cities Film Fest, which is coming up very shortly. And Jayton and Miss Shannon, uh, BR Geek podcast hosts, I don't know oh. their geek level on Disney Pixar. Okay, I Lex, don't you know and I that. Are, yeah, we're both friends with Shannon. I don't know that. Do you? I think it's about fairly Shannon? high. You know, her son, he, he, lots of Disney, lots of Pixar movies. 
Okay. Um, and then of course Jaden, yeah, with the Twin Cities Film Fest, grateful that he can stick around with us. But yeah, I'm sure he's up on it, and he has young kids. He does have a young kid. Because so. I feel like some of your Disney knowledge just comes through cultural osmosis. Yeah. Even if you weren't paying attention to the movie, yeah, if you're a parent of young kids, you're like, I have seen Cars 536 times. Yeah. Sure have. Why, sure do, I, have, yeah. why do I know <gasps> all these Mater lines? Yeah. I, yeah. Cars is one of my least favorite. Yeah. I, you know, I Jason, kind, yeah. of, kind of agree with you. The yeah. Pa- the pacing the story although that ride is very fun at disney's california okay yeah that ride is super fun yes cars land at disneyland is your apps is one of my favorite areas of any disney park it's so well done in that car's right pieces and and they have the best soft serve too by the way oh really oh have you lex you've never never been to the no. It looks like a pylon, and it's crazy cone. I think it's called. Oh, it is some of the best soft serve I've had in my life. Even better than the State Fair Dairy Kids. Wow, that's saying something. That's saying something because you know I I cut a biatch for that. But, oh yeah, yeah. But, oh yeah, my kid loves cars. Does he? <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, kids, I'm sorry, yeah, I mean, Alexis. Kids, of course, they love that one. Yeah. yeah. Which is fascinating to me because it's. I feel like it's one of the least stimulating Disney Pixar movies in as much as like the pacing is kind of slow. And yeah. I, I suppose they just like the shiny cars and the goofy yeah. characters. They don't care. They don't care. It's cars. No. Uh-huh. They don't care about pacing. No. <laughs> Plot. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Like the exorcist. Oh. I'm so disappointed. Oof. In that in you? your review, yeah. Jason, oh. in your big fat movie review of the new exorcist movie. I'm not alone. Oh, critics oh, are uh, ripping this. Oh, they are. Oh, ripping to shreds. And again, the 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 entertainment story aspect of this is the fact that Universal they better pray the projections because you know horror movies are usually um, protected from critics. It's not usually the box office is rarely affected by uh, bad critic reviews for horror movies. It's kind of Teflon Teflon in that aspect. But I don't know. This movie, if word of mouth kills it, universal. Because this is supposed to launch a three-movie series. And this is a turd. But I was reading the headlines. Yeah, right? Double the possession, half the fun. Double mint gum. Uh Someone calls it a hellishly bad legacy sequel. The devil made this dud. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. No amount of prayers can save the exorcist believer. Well, that's very true. Boring, self serious, and parched from a lack of scares. Yeah, Underwhelming sequel. It wasn't even it wasn't even scary really. Colin and Colin was worried about that. He was fine. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, so you had a few jump scares, but that was like it. One, it. Yeah, one, one, and jump one. scares can be either really effective or really cheap. This was oh. actually pretty good, but yeah, oh. that was it. It was the beginning of the movie. It's the middle. Someone says, "Heaven help us." <laughs> Seriously, oh, let the keep the keep those coming because it's all they're all applicable. Oh, it's so dull. It's a sin. I mean, and this is like just in one. the first two pages of a of a Google search. Soulless horror sequel, 
a cheesy ripoff. Oh, yeah, you are not alone, Jace. You are not alone. <laughs> I feel like that it will probably Christ talk. is here for you. <laughs> where's the priest? <laughs> yeah, where where is the priest? This movie will probably talk. Look, they are very grateful. I mean, they should be very grateful that they made the wise decision to move the release of The Exorcist to this Friday because it was supposed to come out on Friday the 13th mm. and against. then it, against Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour concert, which would have just obliterated it at the box office between Taylor Swift and bad reviews and bad word of mouth. It's oh. all of those. Yeah. I'd, and Phil was Phil Jones, unpaid researcher. He was behind me and he was like, Mer. he hated it, I think, a little less. But see, I don't know. He's percolated on it now. That's what I did. When I walked out, I was like, okay. The more I thought about it, the the Ellen Burstyn thing was what that was the thing I kept thinking about. What a waste because she had refused all of these years and they finally get her and they put her in this turd Ugh. and they treat her character in such a way I can't tell you how, but that you 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 you're angry for her as the actress and for the project as a whole because they could have done so much. I don't even want to say anything more. Her thing is rushed. You she pops in, the dad's freaking out, and the next thing you know, he's at her house, and the next thing you know, they're at the house of the possessed girls, and she's with them. And I'm like, wow, that didn't take a lot of convincing for you to come out of seclusion. <laughs> right. Just, yeah. Tease us a little was bit. So rushed. And when you see it, y'all, you will know what I mean. The middle is just like, oh, wow, we're here. Oh, wow, the girls have cracked lips. <laughs> Again, <laughs> yeah. the power of Carmex compels, compels you. you. Yes. Anyway, that's going to do it for us. Go out there and be yourself because nobody oh. can tell you're doing it wrong. Right, Lexi? That's right. You be you. Well, you know, with the exorcist and Dan Aykroyd, you know. Yeah. Fantastic day. We love you so very much. Don and Steve experience next. Talk tomorrow.